back again. Welcome to episode 30 of the We Are Everywhere podcast. Uh, I'm really excited for this episode, and I feel like I say that. (laughs) I am excited for every episode, Um, but this gentleman uh, reached out via email after the last episode that we recorded um, and was kind of giving me a breakdown or the cliff notes, if you will, um, of his story. And I'm not going to share those right now because I'm going to let him share his story. But it it immediately grabbed my attention because it's not the typical or standard story that you hear. Um, and by the way, if you want to be on a future episode, shoot me an email right here. If you're watching, here it is. If you're just listening, it's sttf.weareverywhere at gmail.com. That's the same email that Mike Taylor sent an email to, and here he is. Mike, what's Hello. up, man? Not too much. Just uh, glad to finally get to talk to you. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, and as I mentioned, I, I said I said on your intro that it was you don't have the standard story because typically <laughs> from what I've seen and from what I've experienced, people, I'm like, hey, how'd you get into fish? And, you know, it's it's kind of, you know... That uh, everyone has a similar, I say everyone. Sure. Most sure. people have that similar, you know, story. Oh, m- my brother's older friend in high school, you know, gave yeah, me a yeah. copy of Rift and, you know, it kind of took off from there. Mm-hmm. Um, yours is a little different. Maybe not how you got into, but your right. fish journey is mm-hmm. a little bit different. So let's start from the very beginning. Um, okay. When and where did you first hear fish, first discover fish, first get into fish? Sure. Uh, So, you know, I was in a military family, so we moved around always, you know. So I was uh, just out of high school in Huntsville, Alabama, little tiny town, uh, known as the hockey capital of the South, just for trivia's sake. A lot of, like, Canadian government contractors relocated. So there's this weird, like, they have, like, a hockey powerhouse at, like, the Division Two. Weird. Anyway. Okay. So I, I was there, <laughs> uh, and I'd been to some concerts in high school. I think my, my first concert was like ACDC, and I thought that was really cool, you know? That is really cool. And then, well, and then uh, Pink Floyd came around uh, for oh, the nice. Division Bell tour, uh, and I went to see that, and that's where the fish journey began. It didn't begin with fish. It began with Pink Floyd. So I go to the show. I was blown away. I'm like, how are these four people? And they probably had some extra people for touring. I'm like, how are they making all this noise and creating all this sort of like an emotional atmosphere, like sort of like a soundtrack for the enjoyment of the evening brought to you by the band who's playing the music that evening. <laughs> That's so a like they're, way they're, to put it. They're, they're creating like this cool environment. So I was like, wow, right. like where do I, where, who does this? So in my head, I'm like, I want a band that like creates that atmosphere has a variety of styles and just speaks to me on that like sort of molecular level. And I know like I feel eye rolls already, but it was just <laughs> seeing it. You just you get the goosebumps like I have goosebumps now just thinking about it, it just happens. Yeah. So I got a copy of Rift. I don't have an older brother. So <laughs> and to be honest, I, I picked it out. I'd heard of him. I loved the album cover so much. Never it's heard so cool. anything. Oh, it's just so and it's all the songs. And I'm like, oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Love the album, like love the flow of it, love the songs, just the variety, but it all fit. So I went to see them. I have to write down the date as, as we get older. It was May 2nd, 1994 in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, and the interesting thing about that show, and I don't remember everything about the show, but I do remember they opened with a Pink Floyd song. And I was oh. like, oh, the circle's complete. So you know what I mean? My, my search, it's all coming together. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh, okay. They're doing that thing that I've been looking for. They're the band that I always wanted to hear, but I didn't know that they were there. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it hit that note in my head. And then we were just off to the races after that. I was just, you know, a 20-year-old. No roots, you know, later on yeah. bartending and then traveling and but it was that energy of 94 95 that sort of i feel like it it my fandom sort of mirrored the energy not purposely 
at, at that time. We're 94, you know, we're, we're hungry. You know what I mean? We're hungry. Oh. We're, we're just raging like every machine gun tray. We're, we're going. Yeah. But in 95, it's like, oh, we've gotten some success, but the hungers, it, I just love the ebbs and flows. And you but were along, kind of yeah. in the same mental space. Absolutely. You're saying like as the band was, right? Exactly. And and you said something, uh, and, and I've noticed it in a few of the episodes where you say, you know, I can kind of tell what kind of fish fan you are <laughs> by the era of fish. And I and it's funny because yeah. I, I've often have thought that myself. But then I then I think about, well, I I feel like I'm the kind of fish fan that's sort of evolved over time, you know, with that energy of 94, 95, mm-hmm. 96, the, the start of 2.0, everyone's drooling over themselves, you know, it was great. <laughs> Uh, the festivals and, you know, and, but at the same time, you know, the great went and then it was just amazing. But, you know, the, the tone of the, I don't want to say crowd, the tone of the group that I was with a large group of friends, it started taking a weirder, darker, uh, mm-hmm. like 99 ish things started yeah. getting a little bit weird. And God, I was just remember thinking, <laughs> you know, I, I'm nearly 300 pounds, right? I'm a vegetarian, which just means I just eat donuts and chips, right? It's not a, I'm the worst vegetarian ever. Like vegetables, come on, get out of here. Give me donuts. You know, I, I used to, I used to walk to a Dunkin' Donuts near my apartment. And, and one of the nights I didn't uh, wait tables or bartend and all my roommates would be gone bartending. Like one in the morning, you know, and I'd walk to Dunkin' Donuts, the saddest walk ever. And I'd be like, well, let me, can we get a dozen donuts? And they're like, what kind? I'm like, just whatever. Plain. I would have, I would eat eleven of them. You know what I mean? And I would stare at that box and that last donut, and I'd be like, "Look at you!" And then I'm like, "Well, you can't leave the last one." You know what I mean? They're gonna come home. Like then you're, it's even worse. And then you gotta eat. Then you gotta take the box outside. Nobody, you know. But when I say a dark uh, environment, uh, it wasn't just the donuts and the uh, complex carbohydrates. It was sure. It was a tone, you know. People kind of going down a road, and and I was associated with things that i just did it were scared you know what i mean yeah so man i i did a lot of thinking uh and then one day i called the army recruiter uh august of 99 and i was like hey uh i think i want to join the army and if you would have seen me you'd have been like this is the craziest just thing in the world. just a, a switch flips just like that and so yeah hold on. Hold on. Before yeah, we yeah, get yeah. into this, let's yeah. let's back up a little bit. So, all right, all right, all right. So, your your first experience mm. live with fish, you said is yeah. May second, nineteen ninety four, and mm-hmm. you're you're about what twenty at this 20, time? You said, yeah, yeah, about twenty. Okay, maybe like just about to be twenty, something like that. Yeah. And so you have, um, obviously, you're out of high school, and mm. you have like a group of friends that are from high school, or did you just? They cut fish comes and you're like, Hey, I'm going to this solo. Was it a group of you guys that got into it or like, how oh, did, fair enough. yeah. Like how did you, yeah, like, gotcha. break into the scene? Yeah. I mean, what well, shows it, did you see in 94, 95? Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. I, I would say, so it wasn't really high school, high school people that I, I started going to shows with the, the one show I went to in Birmingham, I was down there. And I've always been, again, growing up in a military family, I'm used to moving every three, boom, four boom, years. Boom. It's like, it, that's just normal. So, you know, I didn't, again, I was in Alabama. I'm like, man, do I really want to? No. Yeah. So I went up to New Jersey. I had family in New Jersey. I'm like, I'll move to Jersey. And that's where I met people through work and, you know, just being, going out. Uh, that's when I started going to um, the Wetlands Preserve in New York City. Started to see live music up there. Okay. Because I think it was Tuesdays were free, so you could get in. Oh, so nice. Dave Matthews there back in the day, like oh for so free, it was just a yeah for free. It was great. Oh wow. So, uh, and you know it's weird, and it's not a Dave Matthews. So years later, I, I'm not so much a, a fan anymore, but they were fun for for quite quite a while. And uh, I randomly ran into somebody when I was visiting my brother. And he goes, yeah, I got this weird Dave Matthews CD in the mail. And I'm like, just randomly? And he's like, I don't know how it got here. And he's like, here, you can have it. And it was crazy because it was my first show at the Wetlands. And I was like, whoa. One of those like weird universe moments. I I called my buddy in California immediately. I'm like, dude, (laughs) I got to tell you. Like, but yeah, so it was a group of friends like that. We'd all go out. We'd hit, you know, 
grunge was still a thing a little oh, bit dude. during the time. Speaking my language. Well, so it was it was a really and in New Brunswick, New Jersey, had a very healthy music scene. Uh, That's where Mo came from. Uh, oh, early no way. Deuce Traveler would play there. In fact, cool. I worked at a uh, like a it was like a called a quick check, and I worked like third, second, third shift sometimes, you know. Uh-huh. And John Popper, when it came in a few times, just completely red eyed just just like you know snickers bars kit kat funyuns like doesn't crazy <laughs> doesn't and not a word spoken head down you yeah. know i'm sure he's got 27 harmonicas on him but uh so it, it was a really healthy music scene and that's what uh and it was it was the music itself that we formed this bond with friends we were like we're gonna get out and we're gonna seek out this this music so i'd yeah. say 94 i went to some uh, more shows towards the end i think it went to about like four or five more uh, 95, uh, you know, the, the standard haunts, you know, you got Deer Creek, you know, you got the East coast shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, and again, I love the energy of 95 cause it was like the thing that they've been doing is finally reached like a different spoke. Yeah. 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 Yes. So it's like the engine, like we, we fine tuned the engine, you know what I mean? And, uh-huh. and imagine they, they could have kept that same sound from 95 till now. Nobody would have complained about it. Everything would have been great, but I love that. I love the evolution. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, and, and 96. So, so what we would do is I would work six months out of the year, uh, you know, and I was a hippie man. So it was all cash, which is not the smartest thing. I got this, you know, I got a shoebox full of cash. Like, yeah. What what, what's dummy? the saying? What <laughs> what's yeah. I think it's like cash, cash, grass or ass. <laughs> yeah. It was just, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, well, I got a shoebox full of cash. So it yeah. was like, you know, we'd save and then go. And, and our jobs were cool enough and the boss was cool enough that as long as we were there for the busiest times of year and he was staffing, like he didn't care. So, you know, you make the money, you, you finish up in like, you know, right after Christmas, start at New Year, you know, you just, and you book your trips. Yeah. Uh, it's just, the trips were more frequent then. And it's funny, it just, we were so half-ass, you know, like when I go to a festival now, like we've got a nice, nice tents and cots and easy ups Big and planned out. <laughs> and then, then it's like, yeah, man, I got a sleeping bag and like a a director's chair. That's it. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, I don't know. You know, just, just so half-assed. Just winging it. Yeah. You know, um, uh, we'll sell a bunch of beer. Like, uh, are we really gonna sell? A, I mean, yeah, drink a bunch just, of beer. <laughs> yeah, drink a bunch of beer. Just see a bunch of craziness. Just so it was. It was just a circus. It was. It was a wonderful circus. You know, you you, you get to one town, you set up your director's chair and crappy sleeping bag, you have fun, rain or shine, you're off to the next place, rain or shine. Yeah. It's an amazing uh, lifestyle that's a lot of fun, but I think at that age, I just didn't, I think I was, I, I was looking for, and this is going to sound crazy, but I so appreciated the love that I felt from the community and that common bond of the music that we loved. For whatever reason, people liked it. I just felt that warmth, you know what I mean, in that community. Yeah. And and I'm a bit socially awkward. So, and it was the first place where I didn't feel so awkward. I didn't feel like I stood out because in my mind, I felt like maybe I looked weird or if I was acting weird. And I'm like, well, everyone's acting it's weird. It's all this weird. Is, yeah. It's all weird. It's perfect. So, yeah. yeah and, and we, it just went with it. It just became what, what we did. Uh, so, you know, I, I have fond memories. You know, the, the great Went was amazing. Um, oh, I'm sure. T- t- to this day, I mean, still Went Gym is, it went gin is has to still be my favorite, uh, you know, favorite jam of all time. And, uh, and that was an ama- amazing experience. Like, so many just crazy things happened that it was just, it was visually, there was a big bathtub in the middle of a field, and they had that glider, and, yeah. the, the, you know, the, the art tower, and it was just... You were just over all of your senses were overstimulated and it was oh, yeah. wonderful. And I can, you know? I've, obviously, I've only heard it on recording yeah. and I can't imagine being there in and witnessing that, like you were saying, like, because it's not just the music, it's the whole mm. thing, you know, in the crowd. And I had an interesting thought pop in whenever you were mm. talking about, like, this is the first, like, community, like, you know, not really searching for something, but like you found, you know, at the risk of sounding cheesy, but like you found like no, a no. family or like your, yeah, your, yeah. your tribe. And I imagine weird comparison here. I imagine that's kind of what people that find themselves that go like into gangs, right? They're, they're like these lost <laughs> yeah. 
they're like mm-hmm. these lost people, if you will, and then they link up with this gang, and it's like, oh, these are my people now. Like this is my community. <laughs> like I said, sure, <laughs> weird sure. comparison. No, no, no. But that's There's some similarities. Because yeah. I've seen many shows where, like, you know, so a couple of the Wooks wanted to become fish members. And just like the gangs, like, they had to beat them in. So they had to walk <laughs> really? down this line, and they're beating up the hippies, you know, and all these bruised Wooks trying to dance to, like, you know, oh, oh twist, you know, but they can't twist because they're bru- No, I'm just Wait, kidding. Wait, are you but joking? No, I, I'm completely, yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Like, dude, but that, that leads into the uh, the darkness that you were talking about. Because yeah. I've never seen any Wooks get. No, no, yeah, no. That would, yeah, that would do it. I'm like, oh. Yeah, no, I don't want to do this. Yeah, you know, yeah. and now you now you can only wear red, and I'm like, <laughs> now I have to go shopping. Red patchwork. You know? Yeah, it's red. It's all you know, and you have like the OGs that have like just donuts, donut sleeves. You know, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. just be careful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it was that. It was that. I grew up in a weird family, so to have this thing where I sort of felt like not like I felt like I belong, kind of thing. I just felt like you know, common struggle brings people together right yeah but this this struggle wasn't this isn't necessarily like climbing a mountain it's right. that next show it's that the next plans it's uh i was the guy that always would tell everyone exactly how many days till our next show or next adventure i'd be like hey 57 days you know like i'm that guy <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah to this day i'm still that guy we have the countdown to 46 so it'll be like 130 till the coal runs out yeah and then i'm like the coal runs out 46 to zero so i oh my my second favorite thing uh, after a fish show is the preparation for the next fish show. So it's fun, uh, right? but yeah, it is fun. It is fun. But yeah, it, it was a great time, man. But it was a. Uh, I felt like I was on sort of a, like like an exercise bicycle, right? Yeah. Now the wheel the wheel was going fast, you know, yeah. and I was seeing things, but I wasn't going anywhere. Like I was just, you right. know, it's like, like well, crap. What? Yeah, like where am I? This life, five years? this life is fun. You know, this life right. is fun you know, speaking in terms of like, you know, we're young, you know, we're just winging it. You know, I got my yeah, shoebox full of cash. Like, let's go we're traveling <laughs> around the country. Yeah, and then true. so 94, 95, all fun and games, loving every Great. minute. And you mm-hmm. mentioned the year 99 was kind of that year where, you know, things started getting a little dark and, you yeah. know, you're looking for, you know, what am I doing type thing? Right. So yeah, is this, and I'm not asking you to like rat any of your friends out or anything. You're good, but dude. Is it the in '99 with that with that darkness that you're talking about, mm-hmm. or that weird space that you kind of see yeah. heading to? Is this you know like with your group of friends that you're going with? Is just is this just your headspace of like, oh man, I'm getting older. You know, I'm still mm. lugging around the shoebox full of cash and just kind of winging it. <laughs> you know, with my like, right. what am I doing? What 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 was kind of that tipping point for you to where you're like? picking up the phone and calling. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a few different things. I mean, number one, I felt like the fan base in general, at least in the shows that I went to, there were certain pockets that had that sort of energy. Right. And that's easy to avoid. If you, you know, you're, you're at a show, you can move, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so it didn't, it wasn't like that sort of stink. It, you know, like damaged, the time I had at fish, it was, it, it was a little of that, but it was more my, my group of friends, you know, substances were changing and like, yep. I was like, man, doesn't, what is this? Like, yeah, we don't need to do this. You know what Evolving I mean? Evolving in, in the bad way. Yeah. 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 And, <clears throat> but I also could feel the music was kind of getting, had a little bit of those undertones too, mm-hmm. which I enjoy. Like, Hey, I'm always down to go on a journey. You know what I right. mean? Musically. I just don't want to necessarily have to go down the path. The people that I'm with are going down, you know, and, and in the, in the name of like, I don't know, it just makes the, it makes it all better. It makes it all better. And I'm like, yeah. And I, yeah. And it, it was the thing, man. It was like, uh, it's funny because my friends always make a joke that if there's a fork in the road and you ask me which way to go, go the opposite way because I inherently oh, terrible. Oh yeah. Don't, don't. <laughs> Don't put that on me because right. I'll say left and I, and I will deliver that answer with so much confidence mm-hmm. that you'll just be like, clearly this guy knows what he's talking about, <laughs> but here's the secret. I don't know what I'm talking about, but yeah. I just, I have confidence in any answer, you know, a- anything, sure. you know, what's sure. better, blue or green, green. Mm-hmm. So clearly, <laughs> so this is this major fork in the road, right? Right. And to this day, it's funny. My wife helps with the decision-making now. So thank God for that. <laughs> uh, 
but I was like, man, I, I don't know what to do here, you know, and, and keep in mind, like before all this, like, you know, it wasn't all good things like, you know, there were periods of homelessness, you know, thrown into this, like there was some bad things happening, you know, and I felt like if I don't do something right now, I'm not going to end up doing something like I have to, I have to, I was letting life happen to me and I thought it was wonderful, but I, I had to shift gears and sort of hop in the, in the pilot seat of my life for a little bit. And you're and like 25 ish at this yeah. time. Yeah. That's be 25. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Call the recruiter. Uh, and it's just funny. And he's like, well, why don't you come on in? I'm like, okay, you know, here I am. 300 pounds, uh, one giant dreadlock. You know what I mean? Just this. Oh, man. I come strolling in the recruiter's office. And, and I bet like, he was like. Right. <laughs> yeah, you look in the incense stores over there, sir. And I'm, you know, I'm like, no, 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 no. You know? I'm so, <clears throat> yeah, we we talked. I think he thought I was joking. Um, um, I did say before I go, I'm probably going to need a little period of time to uh, – kind of clean out the system so to speak you know what i mean so uh, i right. could go yeah. in uh yeah he, they were okay this is what you want to do blah, blah 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 okay so i call uh i had to work a couple nights later and i call my boss and i said hey man i gotta i gotta go and he's like what are you talking about i'm like i i hate to like give you like such short warning but i gotta go man i'm, I'm joining the army I'm in the army now, just, bitch. He just laughed. <laughs> right. He's like, he's like, I mean, I thought he's going to hang up on me because it was, I was the last person, It's like, you know? And he's right. like, right, right, right. I'm like, man, I'm, I got to go. Like I'm going back to Alabama. I'm going to see my parents and then I'm going to go to basic training from there. And he was like, okay, okay. And I'm like, I'm totally serious, dude. Like, this is it. Like, I'm not, I, I, I won't be back, you know? Next day I left. Got on a Greyhound bus to Huntsville, Alabama. I had no money, you know, like at that wow. point. And so, so you said that you were, uh, you came from a military family. So right. are both mom and dad in, are they in the army or is this like. No, a, uh, it was my stepdad. He was a, uh, he was a lawyer in the army. Um, okay. Gotcha. A lawyer so, in the army. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So he was, you know, he's an interesting dude, but uh, yeah. So there was this thing and I told them and they said, you know, <laughs> I'm sure they had their doubts looking at me, sure. you know, and he's like, you know, you probably ought to like run some laps around the golf course to get ready. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, what is it? The, I got the, uh, I got the Mickey Mantle gene. You know what I mean? I don't care for stuff. I just roll out. I think Burt Kreischer Mantle. said that tone. Yeah. Dude, I was just yeah. about to say, so you're, you, you fuck with Burt Kreischer and all that. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's great. He's great. And it's funny, speaking of the Mickey Mantle gene. So years it's later real. when I'm in Virginia, it's real. It's there real. There was a hundred mile bike ride to raise money for diabetes, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, sign me up. I'm in the army at the time. I don't even have a road bike. And they're mm -hmm. like, okay, well, let's start practicing training. I go one day, I ride three miles, and I'm like, I'm good. I got this. It's a bike. You know what I mean? You pedal it. You just don't stop till you get there. So, you know, I go to the race. Uh, one of this lovely local bike shops is like, we can't let you ride this in like on knobby tires on a mountain bike. Are you insane? And I'm like, eh, Mickey Metal Gene, what? You know what I mean? I'm like, I, I might even, I might have been having a mimosa. I'm like, ah, just get me on the bike. <laughs> Thank God he put the street tires on. I finished 85 miles of it, and then I couldn't feel the lower half of my body. I had to like, mm -hmm. I'm tapping out. Yeah. But yeah, it's that Mickey. Yeah. So again, I did zero prep for the army. So. You get there, and every, I, I, everyone's looking at me because they can't wait for the haircut day. So sure. you, you get, and people were just gathered around to see. And like, how long are shade. your dreads? It's, I just had one big fat one, dude. Like, I had longer hair, but just one fat one. And it was probably like down to about here, probably. Just and is fat. this intentional, or did they just all kind of go together? No, it was intentional. Okay, gotcha. Kind of styles for the ladies. Like, if yeah. you're that big. It's a little something for the ladies, a little attachment, you know, so hey, at, you know what I mean? Everything, is everything hmm. else, because I'm trying to envision this, is everything else, like, shaved, and you just have the no, one dread? Or no, 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 I wasn't hair. going for, like, I just had, like, shaggy hair. And this okay, old, gotcha. Like, thing. Yeah, 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 no, I didn't have, like, a, like, a, what are those, what are they called? They used to sell books in the, uh, Hare Krishna, right? I mean, it wasn't one of those kind of things, <laughs> sure. no. Okay. It wasn't okay. a statement, it was more, you know, 
I mean, yeah. I guess it was, but yeah. yeah. So they're gathered around, man. They they shaved my head the most brutal. I mean, just uh, just no. Uh, there's little blood droplets, little God. little salty like tear. One of those tears you can't see through. That's uh -huh. how sad it is. It's like a a cloudy tear. Yeah. Oh. Uh. So yeah, and that. Uh. Yeah, that was a. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I, I look back on it now, and I'm like, end result, great. Love sure. my life, but right. you know, during it, it, it's intense, man. Physically, uh, emotionally, mentally, it, it's a challenge, you know. So, uh, so ninety nine, yeah. yeah. Join the army, boom, head shaved. Boom, let's go. How long? How long are you on mm. this? I guess, for lack of a better term, on this army journey, like eight years, you know, man. eight years, eight years. So, what originally was going to be four years. The plan was. Because I had a plan going in, right? The plan was go in, you get college money. While I'm in the Army, go to college, get a degree. You know, that's why I got involved in the medical field. Because I was like, well, there's the, you know, I'm more hireable. I, I have marketable skills on the on the back end if I do this right. Mm -hmm. But the problem was 9-11 happened. Sure. So at that point, no more classes. Everyone get out of your classes. And I was sent to that 9-11 area to work for three months based out of Fort Dix. So we were going from there to the 9-11 site and back. And you're doing Fuck. anything under the sun, you know, guard, you know, patrol, armed patrols, uh, you know, medical, whatever was required uh, for three months. So before that, man, I, my feet were on the desk. Like I was doing nothing. Right. You know, so and then it, it all shifted right towards the end of my initial enlistment. So now my plan to get the degree and go, and that's kind of, well, crap, that, what now? Right. I'm not ready to get out. Am I going to be in a better spot now than I was then? Maybe. But then there was also this, this feeling of duty. Like they trained me to do these things. Like I was an air evacuation coordinator and I'm like, man, I feel bad. And they're like, well, you can stay in another four years. And I feel like I had to. And I don't know if it's patriotism or what it was. I just felt like I had all this training and now they needed people with this kind of training. And maybe if it was a job where your infantry or front lines, I would have thought differently. But mm -hmm. I felt like, well, I'm not going to be in peril, may hopefully. Sure. And I'll have the opportunity to help these people that, you know, need help. <clears throat> so I said, I'll stay in another four years. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and throughout this and, whole time, are you mm, are you still like. I guess, I guess missing would be the right word. Are you missing like going to fish shows? Are you like missing oh, yeah. that life? I guess not so much like the life of just like hitting, you know, and like you mentioned some homelessness. You're probably not missing yeah, yeah. that part of it. No. But are you missing show. like shows? Are you missing like, yeah. are you keeping up with set lists and stuff and like where they're going? Or It, it was weird because it was that double-sided, you know, sort of double-sided sword about it where, you know, we don't have the technology we have now where, you know, right. I can, you know, in in real time, I can see what Trey played last night, you know, in right. times on song. So I did get a bit disconnected from that. Um, well, number one, because I was in Europe. Right. So I was in Germany for four years. So that the first half when I was here in Virginia, which is which is where I, which is where I am now. I didn't. I sort of changed gears. It's just a different life completely, you know, Uh of course, I still listen to them, you know, I have my tapes and, and all that. I just wasn't engaged in the community at all. Like they weren't on my, Top you of know, mind. it wasn't even till later till I listened to like the 2003 stuff and all that, uh, which is, I mean, if you want to go on a journey, but uh, yeah, no, not really. I saw some bands over in Germany and, you know, and maybe if it, it fish, things worked out differently. If they weren't, if they had come over there, I probably would have checked them out. But for the mm -hmm. most part, it was listening to the old tapes but just like, kind of like this stuff. was this is my life before you know yeah. I'm in the army now and you still love the music you know, like your music yeah. tastes haven't changed but you're not so much as like seeking it out you're like that was then I, this right is now. yeah I felt like our, our the energies were just in different spots right like right. where I was where they were and not and I didn't overthink it like well I don't want to go to that and have it wasn't that it was just I was sort of embracing this new life even though I didn't really fit into the I was older than most people right. Uh, I had some like real world experience. Like it was weird. I didn't fit into that. 
hard charging. Oh God, I don't want to sound terrible, but like Budweiser chugging, you know what I mean? Almost right. a bratty atmosphere. So I felt sort of isolated in the military because I was like, man, these none of these people are anything like me. You know what it's I mean? It's kind of like uh, Polly Shore, like that movie with Polly Shore. You're in the army now. <laughs> exactly. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Although in Germany, I did have a fish bumper sticker on my car, which all the army people thought was hilarious. Sure. Because they're like, how do you, like, you know, you're in the army, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm good. I'm did good. they know, like, who fish was or? Uh, you know, they know about fish, like, people who don't like fish know about fish. You know what I mean? It's whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that YouTube yeah. clip, you just hear random instruments like that. You yeah. know, they're that like, oh, they're terrible. Thing. And I'm like, they're just never not. even listen okay. to it. Just yeah, know, the, know. The, the, all the stigma around it. So, yeah, you, yeah. You, so you get out of the army in mm -hmm. what, like 2008? To, 2006, to, I got 2006. out. 2006. Okay. Six. So, so close to seven. Yeah. Close so, to seven. The band isn't together band at isn't this around. point. So, oh. I know because I can see the posters mm. behind you, and I know that yes, those sir. aren't from '94 or '95 no. or '99. No. So you're obviously got back, got back on the train. I um, had a reawakening. Yeah. So when did that happen? Was that in '09? Was that later yes, it was. on? Okay. No, so '09. 09 look, I got the goosebumps again, man. <laughs> I. Uh, it's the most amazing thing. So, and you just said '09, and it just boom. So yeah. first show back Hampton. My friend was going, and he was like, do you want to go? And I was like, how much are tickets? <laughs> I was a like, million I dollars. Yeah, a million dollars. A million dollars. I said, I can't. I, I can't. I would love to. You know, I, I love that. Uh, the Mothership is a very uh, dear place to me. I love seeing shows there. Mm -hmm. uh, but I just, you know. And then uh, the buildup for Halloween started. You know, and my friend, uh, my good friend Kyle, uh, was like, dude. You know, it's happened. It's happened. You're going to, you know, he's just, just, he's poking the bear. And this isn't a friend from old. This is a friend. My friend Kyle and I became friends in 07 through uh, Dave at the Gorge. And he, oh, were, cool. he and I, we would discuss fish all the time. Like mm -hmm. he's a big fish guy. Uh, so he was there. He lived in LA. I was living in San Diego at the time. Uh, Festival 8. I mean, that was my first song back. Uh, party time opener. Chalk dust. I mean, Oh, it was, it was, I had the biggest smile on my face because it was back and it was different. And it was different in the sense that like Mike looked like this elder statesman up there, not in a bad way. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, how Jimmy Page has that sort of like white hair. Like it just gives him this new cred. Yeah. Like Mike was up there just looking sharp. It was just, it was amazing. And then the Halloween night set, uh, the last set of Halloween uh, was like the Fluffhead, the Ghost, backwards down the number line. Susie Greenberg, um, uh, was, who was it? Sharon, uh, I almost said Sharon Tate. Oh, it was definitely not Sharon Tate. Uh, Sharon Jones, sorry. Sharon sorry, Jones, Sharon yeah. Jones. Sorry, yeah. Sharon's. Uh, with the full horns, so that was, yeah. that was pretty awesome. Uh, so that, I'm back. I'm back now. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, went from there, moved. Moved to Tennessee, uh, just wanted to get away from California, no jobs, you know. Um, sure. Took a little break right there, just financially. Went back out to California to see the Trey Acoustic Electric Tour, cool. uh, which is the one where he forgot what year Rift was recorded. Uh, it was it was funny, and he was like, somebody, somebody showed me the, you know, somebody pulled out the Google. And they were like, no, here's the year. He had a completely different year. He's telling a story. It was just funny because he and this was during the Charlie Sheen thing. Mm. Uh, so they kept adding the they kept screaming winning throughout the course of the show. Uh, and, and what show is this? This was at the uh, the Trey Acoustic Fonda. Yeah. And uh, my friend Kyle, uh, we're walking up to the show. It's right near his house. And he goes, hey, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need you to limp when we get a little closer to the venue. I'm like, what? He's like, just I'll explain. I go, well, just tell me what's up. He's like, well, I told the guy you were a, you were a wounded veteran. And, and, I, and I technically, <laughs> technically, I, I have a 30% disability, right? Like, okay, but, so it's not a I'm, complete lie. It's not a walking disability, but like, right. you know, so I'm like, oh, God, okay. Like, so he sees the head of security and I'm, 
I got to remember, like, limp with this leg all night. You know, I don't know what, I don't know what's going on. So I'm limping, and we're walking past everyone in line for the show. And I'm, I'm sort of feeling bad. I'm like, oh, I don't right. even know what's going to happen here. And, I, I limp. and head security guy's like, oh, <laughs> thank you for your service. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, man. And he brings man. us in to this, like, half, like, half velvet couch next to the stage with, like, a velvet rope and our own security guard. Holy shit. So it's like five. So you're committed now. Oh, I'm committed. And then somebody's like, Oh Mike, it's your turn to go get drinks. And I'm like, I can't go get drinks. I got How's it gonna look if I go limping back and forth? Yeah. I just stayed there with my mouth drinks. open. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just mouth open, just uh just awesome. So it was nice. We're we're back in it now. Yeah. Uh, and it's not a dabbling. complete lie. You are a veteran. Mm-hmm. I am you said you have a 30% disability. It's I just do. not the disability that it's you not were that presenting. One. Right, right. You know what I mean? So, because imagine if it was just hearing. I would just, huh? I would just get one of those exaggerated cones, like old school. No, it wasn't. So, right. So, I was dabbling. I'm dabbling in the fish. Uh-huh. I'm not really fully. And then 2013 is. And then 2013 was my year. Mm-hmm. And I say that milestones, right? Mm-hmm. For me personally, the year before. I got married, right? No kids. This is before Poodle, BP, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> so I'm in Peaks Island, Maine uh, for a friend's wedding. It's this beautiful island off the coast of uh, Portland, Maine. You have to take a ferry. It's, it's gorgeous. Very spotty cell service. I call my friend Kyle because I know I, I thought he might be going to the Banger Maine show, the tour opener. Mm-hmm. I'm, I get him on the phone. Success. Hey, you going to the show? Yeah, yeah, I'm bringing my mom with me to the show. Oh, wow. His mom is, is 71 years old, oh, and she wow. wanted to see what the fuss was all about. Because <laughs> Kyle, like guys, is, is is a big devourer of the fish. Yeah. So he's like, "Do you want to go? We can pick you up in Portsmouth." So I'm like, "Let me, uh, let me, you know, let me get permission." You know, I don't want to say that too loud. I'm like, yeah. "Hey, blah blah blah." You know, she's like, "Absolutely." So he and his mom meet us in Portland. My wife's there. We have sandwiches by the water. We get in the car, we go. It's her first show. And that banger show is a very sneaky good show. Like the 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 golden age in that show is absolutely it's, if somebody ever says, Can you recommend a golden age? That is my go to golden age. Gotcha. Don't know why, but so there's so many good songs from that show. And then, you know, Saratoga after that, and then I got to go to the tour closer again with my friend Kyle, who lives in LA. And they I mean they did uh Wow My Guitar Gently Weeps first set encore like it was just a great and then halloween atlantic city and then new year's eve so like that was my like okay boom 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 I'm we're back, back. Yeah. i'm back yeah and 2013 so. that was mm. you know I, I i struggle you know finding or i say i'll i'll say in early 3.0 i struggle mm. finding like highlights as mm-hmm. easy as i do you know in in 1.0 or even 2.0 yeah yeah um but 2013 to me at least that felt like the year of like the Karini. It seemed like we were getting so many like hard hitting, like Uh just great dark Mm -hmm. Karinis. And I was like, man, so it's like 2013 is like definitely one of those years in 3.0. That's, that's on my map of like, this is a good, well, I mean, top of tweezer. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was so many high points and, and I was thinking about it because I had to run some errands this morning. And I, and I, 2013 was fresh in my mind as I was like taking notes. And I was like, man, let me put on, I haven't heard Tahoe in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I put it on and I was like, wow, it's just as good as I always remembered it being. Yeah. You know, it's just, and then I thought like, well, what made 2013 this sort of like, we'll hit the gas a little bit harder. We'll find that space a little bit more in between the notes. And I wonder if it's related to maybe the creative process they went through putting together wingsuit you know aka fuego i wonder if the process of them because remember it was that one where they said this is the first one where like we all sat down all four of us to write the songs and i wonder if that gave that extra juice or opened those doors a little wider in 2013 you know specifically talking about summer you know yeah i'm sure that that definitely had something to do with it you know because instead of you know Trey and Tom, you know, going off and writing stuff right. and bringing it back and being like, hey, this is what we've got worked out. You know, let's add some parts. They're all literally all four yeah. sitting in a circle. You know, I forget. 
they broke it down a little bit of like how they wrote some of those songs. And I think they were all like just picking words or something, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that yeah. creative process is. And I'm, I've never really thought of it in that way of, of why 13 would be like yeah, that, I mean, why we got some, some yeah. meat on the bone, so to speak. And I feel like right. that you're onto something. Definitely. Well, I mean, if you look at like the 97, like when they got back from Europe, right. It was that Europe trip that sort of fed that funkier, you know, that 2.0 thing. So I do think that it, it has to be like a, every action there's an equal you know what i mean so it's a it's the yin and yang the push and pull but again it's also goes to that tension and release so i feel like something new whether it's 97 in the funk Mm -hmm. or if it's 2013 and finding that extra space i feel like it's just maybe it's just excitement you know that creates a greater connection between the four of them and i'll say the same thing about 2021 the summer of i went to the gore shows and it was like, first of all, it was like the whole theme of second second set songs in the first set, you know. And then they, at the Gorge, I saw they did two Stone songs a night because of the passing of Charlie Watts. But the energy in some of those songs, the About to Run, like there were so many highlights, that camel walk. Like they were playing with, I don't know, I don't, I don't think freedom's the right word, exuberance or, I don't know. And, and maybe it's that thing you get back that you... Th- didn't know how you would get back or if you would ever get a hundred percent back. Right. It's a lot of backs, but you know what I mean? Like, I do know what you mean. <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's that, that last day of school energy, you know what I mean? Just that. <laughs> and you could feel it like, yeah, like I love that. Just, uh, I loved it, man. And, 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 and again, I, I went to some shows this summer, you know, I went to Raleigh um, and I went to uh, Merriweather. Uh, same thing. Had a great time. I will say that Raleigh show. Two, two things. Uh, number one, they were playing Carini in a lightning storm and Rise Come Together. There's lightning all around us. And that mm-hmm. was just. And number two, if you're ever going to the venue in Raleigh, don't ever take an Uber. Um, when you're done there, right, it's like, you're like, all right, everyone out. OK, go, go, go. And you're like, OK, OK, you know, and you go and they literally put you on like a dirt road. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? So everyone's trying to get Ubers. You can't get an Uber. We're we're there like an hour and a half. Dude, like, that's dude, how it we're was. We're never getting back. Oh. This year at Dick's, the Uber situation, at least mm. for me and my crew, like trying to like getting there was fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. No. But like leaving, dude, dude, we're all in just this like dirt parking lot and there's just Ubers <laughs> coming and they're like, it's never yours, dude. We were there. It was it was a horrible Uber back situation. Well, we didn't know what to do. And finally, like it was my friend Brian and Kyle, you know, Kyle's the common denominator on all these adventures <laughs> is uh, I was like, let's just pay somebody to drive us. Like, yeah. I got cash. Like, just screw it. Let's do it. And Kyle, uh, Kyle, Kyle's dipped in gold. He has that Midas touch. Like Kyle's the guy that'll say, hey, I'm going to go wash my hands in the river. This happened at the gorge. And you look two seconds later and he's on a jet ski. Like, he's the guy that goes up to a woman and says, are you done with your laminate? And, she, and he gives her the laminate. It's to the Grammys. And he just walks. It, like, he sent me a picture of him in Post Malone. Oh, look where I was hanging. It, Paul Simon. Like, he's that guy. So he just got the, yeah. The so I cut. nominated him. I'm like, well, you should go talk to people. Yeah. Nobody wants to talk to this guy. Like, come on. <laughs> so he's like, he waves. Oh, we found somebody. We go up. And I'm like, thank God. And, I'm, and she's like, what, how do I know, you know, you guys aren't like criminals? I'm like showing her, I'm like, here's a picture of my daughter. Look, I'm <laughs> here's a dad. My poodle. <laughs> here's my poodle Piper. She's named after Piper, obviously. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we got a Piper last night. Anyway, so I was like, she's like, okay, dude, horrible mistake. Horrible mistake. It was like the scene from uh, the 40-year-old virgin. Oh, this woman was completely hammered. <sighs> and I made Brian sit in the front. I'm not sitting in the front because I'm terribly shy. And Kyle's in the back. I'm texting him going, this was a huge mistake. Like, I want to hold on to the handle, but I'm scared to have her see me grab the handle. And she's just, and, the, and it had like a high center of gravity, this vehicle. We get there. She gets out and wants to give everyone hugs. Again, social anxiety kicks in. I just grab a bag and I yeah. hug it. Can't, and she sorry. comes over to, I can't hug. And she gave me this weird, like, rub of my arm. And I'm like, oh. oh. Talking about anyway. goosebumps, the bad goosebumps. The bad, yeah, I think the goosebumps go in when it's bad. It's like stalactite, <laughs> stalagmite type situation. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so, it's great. I, mm. um, I want to, yeah, kind of want to, on the second half here, we've yeah. heard your journey. Yeah. We've heard, um, you know, 
how you got into fish, how you got out of fish mm-hmm. and back into fish. Yeah. And I'm curious, and I think you touched on it earlier, but I'm curious because we've thrown out a few years here. Sure. Favorite year of fish that you always find yourself keeping going, like going back to. I know you mentioned 94, mm, like the yeah. year you got into it. You mentioned 2013, the year that you got back into it. Yeah. And yeah. it doesn't have to be one of those, but yeah, out of out of all of the years of fish, like if you're going to throw something on and you're like, man, this is this is my go to. What is that year for you? Uh, 2014. 2014. 2014. Okay. Any reason? See, it's a little curveball there. Yeah, it yeah. is. So 2014, uh, Magnaball, right? Sure. Now, Magnaball was on my first wedding anniversary. So it's yeah. super easy for me to remember my anniversary because all I got to do is like, when was Magnaball minus one year? You know what I mean? I hope my wife doesn't hear this. I love you, Missy. I was about so, to say, you're going to get yourself in trouble. Yeah, no, no, no. No. Uh, <laughs> no, it was, you know, there were the shows leading up to it, there were some Camden shows leading up to it. The overall excitement for twenty for for Magnaball itself, I was so excited, and the music was it almost was like it would rev the engine a little bit. It just got me going each of the shows. I can't. Mm-hmm. There's not one show where I'm like, okay, this was the show. Magnaball was the show. The experience, like that second day of Magnaball, was the greatest day of fish. It's my it's my one year anniversary. You know, we're cheers and champagne at you know 10 a.m. You know, everyone's hugging us, high fives, you know, just day set, divided sky opener. And it's always great when you can call the opener. I called it when I woke up my eyes. I'm like, divided sky opener. That's uh, awesome. And it was just, and then we had all those sets and then the drive-in set, the Magna Tweezer. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the Magna Tweezer, Caspian, like so many musical moments in there. And then 2014 as well, not just the summer, because then we went to Vegas uh, Kyle's back on the scene again. Kyle hooked us up with tickets. <laughs> Kyle, he's like, "Come, come to Vegas. Happy wedding." Yeah. So it was. Yes. Yeah, so we we went to Vegas too. So it was just 2014. Was just a maybe. It's not looked at by a lot as being like a highlight in the course of their careers, but sure. 2014 is when that the the music and the emotional feeling from that music kind of came back again, like a, the everything lined up again where I felt that that special place in my brain or in, in my soul for them. God, that sounds terrible, but no. <laughs> it, 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 it just came together. Like 2013 was, was just music. It was just music and it was mm-hmm. energy. But 2014 was like, wow, look at, look, look what's happened here. I, I went from this 94 to 2014. I went from this kid ready to rage you know what i mean 94 95 you know traveling adventures hijinks Mm -hmm. to 2014 and i remember sitting there at magnaball and and the earth looks a bit the sky looks a bit bigger up there in watkins Glen. and i just remember thinking like man i can't believe this is me and this is my life now i have this wonderful wife it's the first person i've ever been with who loves fish much easier you want to talk about a hard sell in the past so it was just like, I have this wonderful wife who accepts me for who I am. I never have to be anybody I'm not. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing I loved about the fish community. Just be you. People love you for just being you. I'm with the closest friends. Like, it was just this this really warm uh, experience. And it kind of brought it all back. And I was like, you know what? I can, I can be a fish fan. I, I can enjoy fish on the same level that I did before. I, but I don't need, I don't need to like orbit the earth chemically in order to do that. And not to say that was my thing. Sure. It's just the joy itself of, of life and experience and friends and, and the weather and the music and everything else. It's just bam, like it just hit. And then, you know, a lot of shows after that. Hmm. That's what I love about that, man. It's because like, and going back to, you know, like when you were talking about having the the bumper sticker on your mm-hmm. car in Germany and they're like, oh, you know, th- they have the stereotypical thing in their head about fish, mm-hmm. you know, which is sure. kind of wh- where you were at in that 94 space, right? You know, you've got the uh-huh. one dreadlock, you know, you're kind of fitting that mold, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I love hearing your journey because, you know, on face level, like you're like, oh, yeah, I'm a fish fan. People automatically think, you know dreadlocks, dirty, yeah. you know, bumming around, whatever. 
but it doesn't have to be that. Like, sure, there are no. people like that in the scene, and that's great. You know, there, mm-hmm. there's yeah. places for everyone. You know, whatever whatever floats your boat, whatever path you want to take your life in. But it, it doesn't. It's not like oh, cookie cutter. That's what it has to be. You know, exactly. And I think that's cool. Like even with the the ta- not tangent, the um, correlation with it being ninety four and then mm-hmm. twenty fourteen. Yeah. You know, because with that question, you know, what's your favorite year at fish? You know, you're going to get the the standards like 94, 95, mm-hmm. 97, yeah. you know. But depending on where someone's at in life and where they're at, you know, it could be 2014. It could be mm-hmm. 09. It could be 2021. You know, it, it's sure. And, and I just love hearing, you know, how you wound back to finding it, you know, like and being like, this can exist in a. Absolutely. A healthy way or a good way. Well, I mean, know? look at the band themselves, right? To come back yeah. in, in 2009, right? And I'm sure that was an interesting journey too, to be like, okay, we're going to get back on this. We're going to get back on this bull again. You know yeah. what I mean? There had to be a lot of like trepidation and I'm sure moments of anxiety. And I kind of felt like getting back into it, there were moments of anxiety as well, where I was almost like, anticipating there was going to be this weird like level of uh, shadiness you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and there always is a little bit you know that guy that's always looking for something the entire show Mm -hmm. it's the same guy at every show he's just he's been looking for something for 35 years i don't know what he's looking for (laughs) but uh (laughs) he's always just uh, uh, uh. like what do you what do you what do you have you ever found it like what have you found like i don't know what what are you looking for man uh so yeah, no, it's important. It's important. And and I think too, I think it's about maturity, not just, you know, but emotional maturity as well, you know, sure. uh, taking charge of your life. Uh, but at the same time, you know, if you're responsible enough to, to be a dad, to be a husband, uh, you can still go out and have fun and hang out. And, and it's still my, I think my fear was it wouldn't mean as much to me for whatever reason, you know, right. like, Oh, I just have a disconnect. But I think I connect on a whole different level now because I think the music's more expansive, too. I think and maybe expansive is not the right word. Uh, it's evolved. Yeah, it has. Like yeah. it, It's just it, it, it's such a it's funny when, whenever they're they're going kind of deep in, in my mind and the way I explain it to people that are, are new fish fans. And I've been to some shows with like I brought new people to shows, which is like one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. And I was like, I always imagine it's like a like a whale right like he's going deeper oh he's gonna hit this no 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 like in yeah you know when he finally hits the so in my mind it's this big whale and he's going deeper and deeper and deeper and i feel like i just feel like i have a greater love and appreciation for something i lost for so many years but now i've gotten it back in this whole new wonderful way like i my wife and i were looking at a video this morning and it was my son and I played uh, some Reba. It was a breakdown of Reba in the kitchen when he was like two. And he's bebopping, you know, just. Oh, nice. and, 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 and I just had the biggest smile. And I'm like, like, he doesn't even know how cool that is. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. So awesome. So, yeah. yeah, it's just a wonderful thing. It's such a positive, uh, bright light in my life now. The adventures that I get to have with, with my friends and my wife. Like, I can't wait for summer. Like, I, I can't do New Year's Eve anymore. It's tough. And how you can't leave kids on Halloween. I can't do that, you know. <laughs> right, but right. summer, like, we, you know, we, we're going to we, we try to go to a new place every year, you know. Uh, cool. So I think, you know, we'll go somewhere this summer. But yeah, I just appreciate it. it it's, it's sort of like this weird circle to go from who I was to who I am. Yeah. And you've still been enjoy on all the same sides thing. of it. Dude, it's. Yeah. <laughs> And I believe we touched on this earlier. Yeah. Uh, You you dropped a nugget, you know, Mm. early on. Favorite jam of all time. Yeah. We still sticking with the, uh, the, the gin from. Man, that, you know, it's so tough. It's so tough. Uh, And I'm looking at, well, it's it's either when gin, here we go. Or on the Island tour, when they did the Oki paw into the yem, uh, is is up there, and in fact, this summer, they played Okipa, and my eyes and Kyle's eyes got all giant. I'm like, oh, they're gonna do it. The ultimate combo is the Okipa to the Yem, and I was just like, 
come over right there. And they, they went to Susie Greenberg, and I was like, maybe it's good they didn't. I think my head would have literally exploded. So that might be it, too. Like, that, it, it's a toss-up, really, between those two. Um, Wenchin is so... It's really like, good. Riverport Gin's so good, too. It's, it's yeah. tough. It's tough. And then Tahoe Tweezer today, and I'm like, God, it's tough to say... It's almost easier to say, what's your favorite jam of each song? You know what I mean? Like, you could do that. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if I had to go, okay, you could only hear one extended jam. Everything else is studio. I don't well, here and, and, a, and a funny one is, is 1230 2019, which was the last show before the pandemic I went to. Now, I'm not going to say the tweezer. It's not the tweezer. It's the 46 days. Oh. That 46 days feels like a locomotive. I remember being at that show in the lights. And I felt like I felt like I, like a train coming right at me. Like you could you could feel the steam coming off the wheel. Like there's something just extra stinky about that. And it's not a 48 minute. It's not it's not that. It's just man that that 46 days just gets it. Like I just after, love it when they kick the door. Yeah. After the last episode of this podcast, I went back and listened to that tweezer, but I didn't listen to um, the 46 days. So I'll have to. Dude. I, I, twice a week, I listen to that thing, man. Okay. okay. No exaggeration. I, I, and again, not the longest song. It, there's just the energy in it. And, and I'm going like, I went to some Baker's Dozen shows. So like, there's mm -hmm. a lot, there's so much to sift through. It's almost like, here's a remote control. There's like 25,000 channels. Yeah. Just pick something to watch. You know what I mean? It's the same mm -hmm. thing. Like I love the live fish, but sometimes I look and I'm like, ah, I don't even overwhelming i just wish they just had a shuffle like shuffle all you just give me whatever so dude and i'll plug this again um yeah because i had on chris from uh fish just jams are you familiar with that app no 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 dude that will take out some of the guesswork for you um oh nice it's literally just they've put in uh, you can imagine how much work because it's literally just jams and you can break it down by like you know, dark, evil, right? Oh, jam. Now, is, is it just so? It is it. Do you find listening to it? It it's a bit out of context because it's just the jams, or not you know what I mean? Me. Like, not no? for me. I'm always, and I've I've gotten you know shit on before for doing this. I I always skip. I skip past the song and go like straight to the jam whenever I'm listening. What did you say? <laughs> I'm just Every hey, yeah. Everybody I'm, does their own thing. I'm, yeah, I'm like, it's one of those things where I'm like, you know, I don't need the foreplay and the tipsy fuddle boozy, whatever. I just oh, I'm like, with you. Let, let me let me get there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like it's like Ruby Waves. It's like, all right, yeah, I'm no more prisons in the sky. Come on, right. let's get yeah. to it. Kick the door in, bro. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I don't let's, want to say it, but yeah. you're right. Fast forward to 7:45 and let's go. <laughs> you know, I, I'll give it a shot because I was always I always thought I'm like, oh, I'm gonna miss, but I know all the songs. It's not like I'm like, where well, how does yeah. Boy, go go again. No, <laughs> yeah, no, no, I got it. Yeah. What was that lyric that I like, never understood? Yeah, anyway? it's like yeah. uh, it's like ducka 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 something. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what it is, but yeah. yeah, no, I'll check that out. But that yeah, is, if you're uh, ever in the mood to just skip the skip the song, yeah, and straight to the meat. Fish just jams is the way to go. I will um, definitely check that out. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. Out of all, so from '94 to now, yeah. um, mm -hmm. do you know how many shows you've seen? Have you kept? I do. How many? I do. Uh, I've seen 107 shows. 107. And so when was 12, your 100th 30, show? 12, 30, 19 was my 100th show. Perfect. I had the, I had the big pin. My wife got me the, it's, it's my 100th, 100th show. show. Yeah. It was people just shaking hands, high fives. Yeah. And we had, and our seats were up. And again, my friend Kyle, here he comes to the rescue again. He's like, Hey, let me see your tickets. Yeah. And I'm like, anybody else? I'd be like, I'm like, okay, I'm getting handed yeah. the tickets. And then he hands me better tickets. Yeah. So my friend Brian and I were in the lights. Uh, so it was he, he hooked us up, and that was a great 100 show. We went to this awesome Italian restaurant before the show. It's, I like to always get a nice meal, uh -huh. get a nice base for the show. So I always equate some of these shows to some of the meals we had before the shows. And this was a, an excellent, excellent meal. So it was a <laughs> wonder, wonderful. It was a whole experience. It's yeah. a show. So yeah. Movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so out of those 107 shows, mm. um, is there a song that you've been chasing yes. that out of all those you haven't seen? I, I have seen it, but it's been a long time since I've seen it. Uh, uh, way. Way. Yeah, I, it's been a bit. 
I just never seem to catch it. I, I it's been a long time. I, I don't remember the last time I got it. Gotcha. So it's uh, still on the still on the bucket, even though you've seen still it. In the, I've seen it. It's just been like not in the present tense. Gotcha. Uh, it's just something. Uh, and again, it's not. It's not like oh, one of my like top fives. It's just I just think it's a fun song, and I like to see the reaction because maybe the people that aren't familiar with that song are like, what? Like Cut what is this? And see and how like, much it weighs. <laughs> yeah. What? what did he just say? Yeah. Yeah. He did. He did. Yeah, it's just a did. nice. It's a. It's a good palate cleanser. I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. uh, like contact. It's that same sort of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That it, it was. It was. Uh, it was steam for a bit. I always miss that one too. But then I, I've seen it a bunch now. But yeah, yeah. way is really the my white whale at this point. Gotcha. And on the same. Oh yeah, I know where you're going. That, yeah. What song would you like to see Fish cover? Oh, okay. I, and I'm glad you said that. So everyone always talks about Eminence Front, right? Uh, and my friend Kyle talks about Breaking Out of Heaven. In fact, he met Trey after it was some sound check in the Hollywood Bowl. And he said, would you ever consider playing Breaking? I think it's called Breaking Out of Heaven by the Stone Roses. And oh. it kind of raised his eyebrows, but I don't know. Uh, you know, it's funny. There's, there's a couple... Uh, God, it's so tough. You know, I, I'm such a fan of classic funk. You know what I mean? That there's mm-hmm. so many. I, I think for me, oh, God, this is a great. It's such a good question and such a complicated answer. Uh, Terrapin Station is my favorite dead song, and, and they sort okay. of did that. Yep. Uh, God, I would just, I would die to see him do another dead cover. Uh, and I don't even care what the song. I just, just give me one more. They've only done the one. Uh if I could hear Terrapin Station again, and I know it's sacrilege to ask because it was Jerry's birthday, and oh, uh, like I love energy. I like there's so many songs they do that I love. Their co- like Golden Age is my favorite cover. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I'd love to hear them do uh, "Let's Dance" by David Bowie. I think would be really, really cool. That would be cool. You know, that would be, uh, cool. That would be a cool kind of kind of. I saw them do uh, "On the Road Again" with Kenny Rogers, uh, who, by the way. At Bonnaroo, early in the day, we saw Kenny Rogers. And who doesn't love Kenny Rogers, right? America's sweetheart? No. Sorry, Kenny. R.I.P. Not a sweetheart. He's singing Uh-oh. Ruby, which is my favorite Kenny Rogers song. And these people next to me are doing shady business off, like, the back of a Greyhound bus ticket. I'm like, it's Kenny Rogers. The sun is out. What is going on? Have a little respect. People are singing. Have a little respect for K.R., man. You know, if not for him, for his chicken. You know, right. so... He's he's singing Ruby. I love that song. And at the end, he goes, you know, if you don't know the words, you don't have to sing them. Like, what the, what the hell, man? So I, I ended up using What's the. Oh, did, my Kenny Rogers balloon was probably was fried chicken everywhere. The whole balloon yeah. was full of fried chicken. <laughs> I go to the porta potty later in the show, and all of a sudden, please, please welcome my good friend Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie saved the day. He did uh, all night long. Oh, thank God. He saved the day. So, and then he played with Fish later, but I was like, this guy. This guy's a a grump. So I got to hear On the Road again twice in one day. (laughs) It would have been cooler if I didn't know he was such a, man, he was such a jerk. I was so disappointed, man. Uh, But yes, that was a cool cover. And I know they don't do a lot of sit-ins, and so that was kind of a cool. Right. I don't even know how I'm talking about it. Now you know where I'm going. Uh, What is the Fish song? that you would be okay with never hearing again. Well, every time this song was played in the past, everyone knew how I felt about this song. So what people would swarm me and they would sing the song very, oh, I, hate, oh, God. I hate people that are too close. Mm-hmm. And all my friends know that. And they would sing word for word of the line. Dude. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, like, it's the worst possible. Yeah. I love, I love them. I love them. Please. I'm not talking crap about you guys if you ever hear this, but <laughs> I just I can't do it, man. It's such a crowd killer, man. Like, and yeah. the bathrooms are now full, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. it's a cool subject for a song, but it just it doesn't it didn't it didn't translate. It didn't no. over. yeah. And I'm sure and there's someone out that. there. Hmm. That's what I love about this is like I'm sure there's someone out there or multiple. People oh, that's out my there. jam. Yeah, I love it. it's their favorite. Yeah. Yeah. What do they but, say that Rolling Stones song? They say make every song your favorite song. I think they yeah. say at the end of that. So it's a little <laughs> tough sometimes, man. But. Sometimes it is. Um, before we wrap, 
Um, yeah. I like to end these and we've heard a lot, you know, of, of your journey and memories. Mm-hmm. Is there sure. a core memory that sticks out from either the first time you were into fish or this mm-hmm. resurgence, if you will, getting back into fish? What yeah. is one of your favorite memories that you're comfortable sharing from yeah. your overall fish journey from tour? Oh, it's easy, man. It's easy. Or we're going back to the, the tour opener in 2013. I got to go to that show with my one of my best friends in the world, his 71-year-old mom, right? I sort of brought it up before. Yeah. It was so cool, right? Number one, completely sober for the whole show, right? I'm fine with that. I'm not really yeah. a drinker, you know? Uh-huh. And uh, so the whole time we're just shuttling back and forth, getting her glasses of white Chardonnay. Right. But also like actively trying to block her, her line of sight for things that we don't want her to see. Sure. Uh, but to see her experience this thing for the first time <clears throat> made me so happy because here, like in the, in, in the, in the fish sense was this like blank canvas, but was totally open to the idea of, of digesting what was happening sonically and, and, and all around her and i remember talking to her and i remember saying well, what do you think it was so important i wanted i just wanted her to have so much fun right and she said i really like it i really like the structured parts especially you know like uh the composition and antelope right right yeah. she really liked yeah. it and it was we just had the best time and i felt so good that my friend trusted me like, I, I'm, a, I'm a lot of fun. I like to kick the door. In. You know what I mean? Yeah, he yeah. trusted me to be a good enough friend to be on my best behavior for a fish show with a 70 year old, 71 year old mom. And it meant wow. the world to me because yeah. what a cool, I've never been to a show like that. And it was a killer show. It was, you go, like I say, I go back to that golden age. I'm telling you, it's a sneaky, sneaky tune. It's one of my faves, but uh, it was just a fun time. And just, you know, her asking the, you know, just these nice questions. Oh, tell me about your family. And yeah. I'm like, this is great. You know, it was just this wholesome. Yeah. And, and Kyle made the, made one of the speeches at my, uh, at my wedding. And he brought up this thing, how, you know, he thought it was so awesome that I got to share that experience with him and his mom. Yeah. So it meant even more. It was like this uh, bookmark in time, you know, yeah. that was bigger than fish. It was about friendship and, and, uh the love of friends and uh, the respect of my friend's mom. So I was all my best behavior. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. And Mike, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for reaching out. And uh, it's, it's been awesome getting to hear your story, man. It's, Thanks, uh, man. it's cool. And I'm glad that you, you know, found your way back into, you know, the scene, if you will, in, in, Thanks, a, man. in a better, better headspace, I guess. Absolutely, man. And um, it's it's been great. This has been a a fun episode. Um, It's always it's always rough whenever you know these episodes are over because I'm like, man, like it's another one. Because we could we could like because I mean we could this could split off into a million different ways. You know what I mean? Which which is that beauty of like it's interesting. Like I I feel like you're you're a pretty well-rounded person just in the way like you're you're touching different topics right and I feel like I'm a well meaning you you have knowledge in a bunch of different areas right like you know Uh. different things (laughs) I'm just saying that that's the impression I get right you're when you talk about different layers of enjoyment of fish shows and things like that I'm just saying like I feel like yeah we could easily bridge this into it's like uh, who knows you know I know and that's the hardest thing is like cutting these episodes off because you know, I could talk about fish all day, you know, oh, but yeah. who's going to, I think you should just, you should just hang up podcast. on people. That should be your signature. Click and just be done. Yeah, that's it. It's not like you're going to run into me at the mall. You know what I mean? And if you do, all we're going to do is talk about fish. So it's like, it's all good. Well, in that spirit, I'm going to hang up on you right now. Thanks again. I get you. All right, man. <laughs>